You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline here on ESPN 97.5. Josh, did you get a chance to uh, check out the Madden ratings this week? I did. That's when you know you're in a pandemic is when Madden ratings are the topics of sports mat videos and, and talk shows. And that's exactly but, – but throughout the years, we've seen them take more and more, I guess, attention, pay more attention to these ratings. I don't know why, right? They, uh, I guess uh, – we know a lot of them play the game, and I always felt like, man, what would it be like to play with yourself, like being your, you in the game? Instead, you know, instead of creating your player and making them all 99s, you sure. know. But uh, seeing this, and not to say that Madden rankings relate to real-world football, but just some of these rankings had me shaking my head. For example, we'll start right at the main part. Num- number eighth overall ranked quarterback, 86 overall, Deshaun Watson. 86 overall. Eighth overall, what does that do for you? What was your first thought when you saw that? I think it's about right if it's just for this year because, you know, the guys in front of him are really good quarter. You know, Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and, you know, guys like that. And, you know, if it's just for this year, I think I still would take Tom Brady. That's just me. It, I know there were points where Brady did not look good last year, but – there was also points where he was good, and he's going to have a lot better receivers this year. So, but I'm one of those dudes where it's like you gotta you gotta go prove it to me, and then you gotta prove it to me you don't have it anymore too. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be the guy until somebody else you know knocks you off that pedestal. But you know, for me, I mean, look who's in front of Deshaun: Matt Ryan, who's won an MVP. Aaron Rodgers is fantastic football player. He hadn't been great the last couple of years, but. He could have a huge bounce back year. And then in front of him, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, all those guys, that makes sense to me. What do you think? I know a lot more than it's it's a couple of attributes that go into those ratings. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are talking about number six, Aaron Rodgers, 89 overall, first time under 90. If we date back five years Six years, whenever he beat those Cowboys, right? And Cowboy fan over here, here he goes again. I'm turning this radio off again. But we remember that game. And people were saying that he was the best ball thrower in the league, not necessarily the best quarterback because, again, that takes decision-making and whatnot. But thrower of the football, Aaron Rodgers. Now, if you look at this list, though, Drew Brees is fourth overall, 93 and we're talking even outside of football. Do you have Breeze that much better than Rodgers now, or is Breeze in a better predi- uh, p- position as far as team? Because Rodgers has a lot less. What would Rodgers be in, in in a Saints uniform? I think we would still be talking about him doing big things. What if – and Rodgers does have Adams, but, yeah, uh, Breeze has Michael Thomas. And then Breeze has other weapons as well. He has backfield, you know, multiple running backs at times. He has a better coach. I just yeah. think overall – the position that Breeze is in. And last year, we talked about just that. Drew Breeze's arm strength slowly declining. Yes, the back end, when he came back off the injury, the back end of the year, he proved that he still had something. But if you have him at 93 or fourth overall, talking outside of matting ratings, fifth, Tom Brady, 90 overall. I know you're a big fan, and I know you're still in Tom's corner. That's just, a, it, it makes it seem like, man, we're downgrading Rodgers a lot quick. What's interesting with Rodgers is 
it's not as much as passing yards that have come down so much the last few years. It's his touchdowns. Like you look back at 2014, he had 38. In 2016, he had 40. And the last two years, he's had 25 and 26 touchdowns. And that's where you notice the big drop-off. He's always throwing for around 4,000 yards, but the touchdowns have fallen. But his big thing is, is he's not really risky with the football, right? I mean, he hasn't let's see twice in his career he's thrown more than 10 interceptions twice and i mean and that that was back in 2010 so the most interceptions he's thrown in the last 10 years is 8 i mean just think about that so he's he's not really willing to take chances and breeze he'll take some chances man i mean god that awful ball he threw in the double coverage that got them beat against the vikings that's where he saw his arm strength disappearing a little bit. I think Drew is on the decline. And, and right now, if I could pick one, I'd take Rodgers over Breeze. Now, some say that the last few years of the Rodgers-McCarthy era was what held him back. And we know that once he moved the uh, moved to, to you know along his way, eventually to the Cowboys, we saw that Rodgers, okay, now it's Rodgers' time. Now it's time to make his move. And then they bring in LaFleur. And then you saw that whole offseason, it was arguing back and forth of who was going to make the play call at the line. Was was Rodgers allowed to audible out in certain, uh, certain situations? That's what we were worried about. The, the the Packers, I guess, snuck in ugly ways into the playoffs. A lot of teams said, man, they shouldn't have made it. They were in there. Don't get me wrong. They were in there. They had a But their record wasn't telling on the competition they played last year. They played a lot of bad teams. That's one thing that... Okay, so now you got a new coach, one year into the new coach, and you're saying, okay, well, then this is Rodgers' team. But then we saw what happened in the draft. They don't draft no one to help them. And then they draft not only that, but the guy that's going to eventually take his job. So what does that do for Rodgers now? You worry. If you're Rodgers, you're feeling like, you know, when Brett Favre was there and and you got drafted. You know, they're they're clearly more worried about the future than right now. And – you know, Rodgers has got to be thinking, maybe, I, maybe I'll end up playing somewhere else. I mean, how could he not be? Uh, that's another guy, though. You, you like we talked about JJ in another jersey. Imagine Rodgers, and I can see that. Like with JJ, it's hard for me to picture it. But now that you mention that Rodgers in another jersey, I can see that because it's not always been hunky dory in 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 Green Bay. You know, he's always been outspoken about certain things. Let's go back to the R E L. Mm-hmm. relax you know that was coming off of people jumping the gun on them he's been these last few years it's been there and a spit into the face of him of d- drafting the quarterback not only that you're saying okay man i i get it eventually i'm getting old y'all have to move on but then you're not going to give me anyone to help me along my way in my final years here you're not going to do that for me at least i don't deserve that i think he deserves that as the respect just a respect factor like hey we got to put some pieces around them they've been trying to get that number 2 receiver for him forever ever dude they were 13 and 3 last year you know i mean that feels to me like a team that's close at doing something and i know you know maybe they weren't as good as 13 and 3 you know the record says they were but you're close I mean, that team is close. And, you know, we brought up, you know, Peyton Manning only winning two championships earlier in the show. This feels like Aaron Rodgers could be one of those guys that leaves like Peyton did and gets one more Super Bowl, you know, with a team that it's ready, a team that just needs a good quarterback to where he's not having to carry everybody. Now, we talked about Madden ratings in that world that doesn't really exist to us, but we live in a fantasy world, especially here on this Moneyline show every single Sunday from 10 to noon, right? But. 
Check out the quarterback rankings as to that list that I read off or, you know, that I summarized. Mahomes, Jackson. Then you got Dak Prescott pretty much coming off as the third overall quarterback this year in fantasy drafts. That's something that is kind of strange to me because you know that guy's going to go out there. Someone's going to jump the gun and get Mahomes fast. You know, he is. And then after that, someone's going to say, man, I got to get Lamar. I got to get those rushing yards, you know. But then who's going to jump the gun on Dak Prescott? Because Dak comes in on three at three, and then Kyler Murray, four, Russell Wilson, five, Watson, six. So who's jumping the gun? Is someone really going to jump the gun that quick and saying, you know, someone's going to take that? Because when you jump the guns, because you think that someone's going to take your player. So are you really worried about someone jumping and saying, man, I'm taking Dak? Or you're saying Dak is the same as Murray, Wilson, Watson? I might rather have Wilson or Watson. That's just the ADPs that we live in right now. That's where Dak stands at. And I think it's a, a, regarding the weapons around him. It is. And for me, if I'm drafting there, I'm just – if, if I like one of those quarterbacks, I'm just taking the last one in that tier. I'm not targeting, like, I got to get Deshaun, I got to get Dak, I got to get Russell. Out of that group that are all kind of similar, I'm just going to wait and get the last guy if I'm going to go quarterback. And, and, and that's in the mid-rounds, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round. That, that's where those guys are getting drafted. But, I mean, there's a reason with Dak. He threw for 4,900 yards last year. Quiet. 30 touchdowns. Yeah. And now he gets C.D. Lamb added to that. But we did talk about what are we going to expect from rookies, you know, with, with the COVID offseason. But Dak had a nice year, and now he bet on himself. He's got to go do it again. Now, we look at that same list as far as fantasy. Where does Rodgers fall? All the way at 10th. If his ADP is 10, that's a buy because that means he's low. And when you got these ADP 10s or quarterbacks at least you can get them late rounds we always use that late round quarterback strategy last year you could have got the tom brady's you could i got, got lamar jackson lamar. in like the 10th round that might be the greatest late round fantasy pick of all time and i gave that one out on money line i, I was on lamar last year on lamar you were and you were also on Devonta adams real big yes. that was your guy so keeping this in mind are you just going to wait? Because someone's going to jump the gun on Brady this year. You oh, yeah. know they are. So even though he sits down here at 11th, Rodgers at 10th, Breeze 9, Matt Ryan 8th, someone's jumping the gun on Brady. He's going to go before those guys just because of the weapons. So yep. I could see somebody jumping the uh, Brady over Prescott. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the weapons are so good. And, you know, and, and you look at a guy like Matt Ryan, they just throw so much. And – that's a big part of it, right? You know, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. That's what scares you with Rodgers is he's, he's not super willing to take chances with the football, which is bad for your fantasy team. You want somebody that's going to try and squeeze a touchdown in there, not throw it away on third down when we're talking about just fantasy. So that's something to keep in mind with, with Rodgers is he hasn't thrown for 30 touchdowns since 2016. Wow. that's And he used to be an automatic top three guy every season in fantasy. You knew that. You, you It was a cheat code having him as your quarterback. Eventually, people started drafting him real early, but things changed. The landscape of fantasy has changed. People like the, the running quarterback, See, especially now. See, that's the thing now. right there. If you're, if you're drafting a guy that doesn't run, he's got to get you 30 touchdowns, man, and, and, you know, and over 4,000 passing yards. You know, he has to, or he's not going to come through for you. Okay, well, then how about this running guy? Coming in at seventh as far as ADP for quarterbacks, Josh Allen. Man, and you have to, and so much of that is running. You're right, and they did get him Stephon Diggs, so he, he's got some better guys around him. But 
I didn't love what I saw from him in that playoff game against the Texans. You remember that? Like he was doing like Reggie Bush stuff and just like lateraling the ball. And you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll never forget that. I know Texans fans right now is like my heart just when when I saw that ball go, I said, "Oh my gosh, did he really do that?" <laughs> like. What is going on right here? You know, that was what you would do when you would play uh, kill the man with the ball with your friends. You know, as soon as you were cornered. Yeah, had a different name back in the day. <laughs> I, I thought about that. I just say something that needs to be dropped. You can't even. That's the society that we're living in right now because back in the day, kill the man with the ball. It was it was real. You yeah. know what I mean? I've gotten thrown into thorn bushes. You know, I've lost friendships. Teeth were lost playing kill the man with the ball. But here we are. And it's just, okay, we talked about Allen. So let's drop down on that list of somebody that was overrated last year. And this year, he's, I guess, touched down on, on concrete landing outside of the top 12. Baker Mayfield at 14th. And last season, we knew that there was hype. Oh my gosh, it's Landry. It's Beckham. He's got all these weapons. And then we saw Freddie Kitchens in that experience. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Does he get more leeway now that Kitchens is gone? Now he's got a different system. Did he grow enough, or do we? I mean, are we still drafting him outside of a QB one at at fourteen? He's not a QB one. No, you can get value on him this year, and his weapons are, are great. But I, I'm just not a big Baker guy. I will tell you the the Baker Mayfield of this year is Kyler Murray. That's who everybody is on this year is Kyler Murray. They think he's going to take that next step. He gets DeAndre Hopkins. He runs. You know, that offense with Kingsbury is going to be a lot of four wide receiver sets that a lot of people are on Kyler Murray this year. So he's getting overdrafted a little bit. If you want him, you're going to probably have to take him a little sooner than than you think you would. Fourth overall quarterback is what he goes for. I wish I had his number to call. you have any celebrity numbers? <laughs> I actually do. I mean, I was a producer back in the day. I think I've got Charles Barkley and a bunch of different people. We're going to call a celebrity. This next segment, we're going to call a celebrity that you all know. He's back here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline here on ESPN 97.5. It's Josh Jordan, it's Jerry Bowe, and it's your man Tyler behind the glass. We're trying to get you uh, in the mood of sports because they're on the horizon. And by the time we talk next week, there will be official baseball games played. There will be, hopefully, not money lost. Okay? Uh, I might be uh, a little bit dollar short of the pocket, but there will be games to bet on, and I'm excited for just that. Man, there'll be a game that day. You know, we'll have Astros baseball. So, I mean, <laughs> just so think weird about, yeah, to think about like, that. We can actually give out a pick for that game next next Sunday, man. I, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really looking forward to some Astros baseball. Let's check in right here on the text line with a few of our guys. Shout out to Chuck. Do you th- do you guys think the MLB season will finish? Well, that's the million dollar question, right? Do you think starting it gives it uh, that much more of a like I said earlier in that first segment, many people think, man, once we start it's going to be so hard to go back. Do you think that's the case? They they relate it to basketball, but basketball's in one bubble. But see, 
I mean, didn't soccer, they had like an entire team drop out, right? Yeah. In, in that MLS tournament or whatever. I mean, what if that happened? And look, they continued. They just, you know, they're, they're continuing on, even though an entire team dropped out. I mean, what if just like the Cincinnati Reds just didn't play the rest of the year after like a month? You know, how weird would that look? Another text here. Analogy point is on uh, game or on point today. Always enjoy listening to you, even when there isn't much sports to talk about. Extra credit for adapting. We appreciate it. We'll also go here to Twitter. And uh, Kobo's, our guy from Kobo says Mahomes is one fourth of the salary, so a quarter of the salary, which is true. We know how much of the salary he's taken. I don't see two more in those 10 years. It's going to be tough, right? I think they're trying to get it in this window right now. This you know, is the window. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, you know, still in his prime, and and Kelsey's now thirty, so he's at the back end of his prime. Like this is the time to get it. You know, Tom Brady's not in the conference anymore. This is it now. Lamont also asked here: Would you have taken the Super Bowl bet for the Warriors after they won the first one? That's a great question because I guess that's what leads me to. Not that the Chiefs are some kind of super uh, super team. It's it's harder to see super teams, I guess, per se, where you have four stars out of the five, you know, all-stars on one team. It's different in basketball. But it seems like they have an all-star team. I don't know if they really do. If you really look at the names, they're really not household names. Like Miko Hardman, you know, Robbins. Uh, what do we really do with this? But then you see that they have Andy Reid, and for whatever reason, we trust him so much, and we've talked about that. He's had his runs in the playoffs where he's come up short more than one time. We've seen that happen. So why is it we trust him so much? Is it that much trust in Mahomes all of a sudden that we're just thinking, this is different. This guy is different. He he went down double digits in every single playoff game and never even flinched. I never, and I was betting the Chiefs hard that whole time. I never, it was so weird. Every time they would go down seven or ten, you know, I'm stressing. I'm, I'm, I'm anytime with the Chiefs, I kept thinking, just give them the ball back. You know, just give them the ball back. Watch this. And that's exactly what happened. Just give them the ball back. Oh, you want to see legs? Watch these legs. You're completely right. I mean, they never felt out of it. You know, when you watch a Texans game and they're down by three points, sometimes you feel like they're down by 50. You're stressing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just like, oh, my God. But, you know, with the Chiefs, you don't feel that way at all. One big play. And their offense is just built that way to where it's all these guys that can run. And then you have Kelsey in the middle, and you got running backs, Damian Williams coming out of the backfield, and they are hard to deal with, man. And it's Andy Reid. He's a great play caller. He always has been. But then that thing goes back to, okay, you make this point, Lamont, and you ask, okay, what you done at the Warriors? Were the Warriors... For them to have one bad game, it's a series. So then I guess that you had better odds of them having one bad game, but they could still win that series. When football, one bad game, I mean, that's it. Your whole Super Bowl run's gone. So it's tough to win those Super Bowls. It really is. And I still, though, say, man, if I had to bet right now, if I had to to bet a foot, and, 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 you know, if your foot's going to get chopped off in 10 years, either you're going to keep it or you're not, I would bet my foot that Mahomes is going to win two. I would bet two feet that he'd win three, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's hard to argue with that right now. But here's the thing, right, Jerry? It's all about perspective and timing. What did we think of the, the Rams offense a year or two ago and Jared Goff? Like, you know, Todd Gurley and, you know, they're dueling back and forth, putting up 50 points every week, right? Remember that Rams, like, they were incredible. And Before now all, uh, Brandon Cooks' concussions. Yes. I mean, 
it's just and now Gurley's not even on the team anymore, and you know Cooks is gone. To your point, you know and, what's not gone off all that Goff's contract he ended up getting right, and now we're, <laughs> now we're questioning him. He got paid. He did him and McVeigh's girlfriend or wife or whatever she is now. Oh, my love is what I'm going to call her. A uh, secret admirer as well. Sorry, wife. But let's get over. Let me get serious. Let's get over to our guy Lamont on the HRP listener line. Lamont, what's going on? You're on money line. Hey, man, what's the deal? Uh, I was uh, sitting up here thinking about, uh, you know, Las Vegas and the wise guys. And uh, uh, do you guys see uh, a little wiggle room in the whole COVID testing to, for the, uh, how can I say it? Uh, okay, let me just be honest, man. Uh, uh, can you see any uh, uh, cheating going on? In other words, uh, uh, do do Vegas got their hands inside of it and, you know, they probably know what's going on? Or, hell, could, uh, you know... Could some mob family, uh, you know, uh, uh, t- tweak a couple of results? Uh, uh, hey, make Deshaun Watson positive uh, 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 today. <laughs> you Man, know, wow, I'm, I'm just thinking out of the box. No, that's that's crazy because in gambling, we see those type of things. And, and that's a great point because I didn't think about that. Once you start... These tests, we don't know. And again, we've had false negatives in the other side of it. We don't know what what is it to say that they plant, let's say, a group. Hey, we need to go. You go knock on door four twelve real quick and go ahead and spread that COVID. And then we're gonna you're gonna go to to national media and say, hey, I was sleeping with so and so. You know, like it's so grimy at this point, Lamont. I don't I don't even know what to think. Me as a gambler, I'm I'm ready to gamble, and I'm thinking. If I put my money on any of these teams right now, I'm I'm straight up just guessing. It's not even like hustling no more, man. It's guessing. I'm guessing on I don't even know what the hell on Monday, I don't even know on by Sunday who the hell's gonna be sick or not. Like how the hell can we even bet confidently? I can't. It's guessing at this point, man. No, and Lamont brings up a good point about I mean, these results could be tampered with. You know what I mean? Like like it's all third party, you know, who knows what's really going on. And now we're saying Trump's making sure all the results are going to him before, you know, the Center for Disease Control. And, I mean, it just Trump could be messing with your fantasy team, Jerry. <laughs> Which brings me to another point here. There's a lot of things that you can touch in life, you know what I mean? A few, few characters out there that you're like, you know what? I don't mind that. He deserved it. Hank Hill and Al Bundy trending. I click Al Bundy, and he's somehow associated with Trump, and now they're saying that if any of these, or if you can name characters, I guess, that that would vote for Trump, Al Bundy and, and Hank Hill would be two of them. I differ. I beg to differ. You know, how are we going to try to cancel Hal Bundy? <laughs> you know, like, is that really where we come to? The first thing I say, what the hell is Al Bundy? Why is he trending? Click it. And then I see Hank Hill. I said, what is going on here? I have to ask Tyler, what is going on? Why are they doing this? That's the cancel culture we live in right now. Hank Hill, he's, he's engraved into my. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's engraved into my soul. Hey, morning, fellas. Appreciate what y'all do. Random question. Is Kobo's Q worth the 35-minute drive to go yes. grab some food? Yes. You see, he cut me off before I can even answer it. Yes. I'm telling you right now. Yes, it is. Get out there. If you get out there, hit me up on Twitter. I'm buying you some quesadillas as well. That goes to 832364. I won't say the rest. But get out there. and that, My offer stands. Hit me up on Twitter. But, yeah, get out there. Uh, shout out to Kobo's as well. Um Man, I'm ready. Uh, I, I, it brings me. I think Kobo's right now. I think uh, Astros party. I know he's gonna have some people out there. What are your plans, man? Are you gonna you gonna watch solo? Are you gonna hang out with anybody? Are you are you strictly quarantined right now? What are you gonna do? Yeah, man? man. I'll probably just watch it at the house. Nothing too exciting. Like we've really, I think we've only gone to a restaurant once or twice since all this stuff hit. So, but you know, 
I work a lot, Jerry, so I don't have a lot of extra time to really do much anyway. So, you know, when I do have a day off, I like to just kind of take it easy. Now, these restaurants that are open, man, I've seen one in San Antonio, the Alamo Biscuit Company. They got a disinfecting portal. Basically, it looks like what you would see as a metal detector. And when you, run, when you walk through it, it sprays like a, some type of bleach concoction, uh, sanitary for your skin. I don't know how that is. But uh, it cleans off 99.7% of germs. Which, Do you drink it? Or no? If you listen to the wrong people, <laughs> you might. But it's a sanita- uh, sanitation station, basically. But what I'm saying here is 99.7. You know, when you read, I could read this thing next to me. And what happened to 99.9? And how much more sure am I from 99.7 to 99.9? You see what I'm saying? Like, we could have just left it at 99.9. I would have been just fine. I don't know why that's what stuck out to me here. But I'm not trying to walk through one of these things. Like, I just don't want – I don't want some disinfectant all over me. I just – if that's the the things we have – why don't we do that for football instead of having the tunnels, you know, they run out? Just big big old tunnels just disinfecting. In high school, instead of jumping through the paper running onto the field, they jump through the the hand sanitizer that that sprays all over them. Dude, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. I've – You've seen like cops in in Asia that they go through like it's like a car wash of antibacterial stuff and they walk through it, man. I mean, I honestly them running through the spray in that initial uh, introduction. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, I do too. So the mist is chlorine based, skin safe, and like I said, ninety nine point seven. Now that chlorine, now it's got to be. It gets on your jersey. Your your numbers bleached. You're like, oh, he got bleach on his number now. You know what I mean? Like it just. Just different things, but yeah, you you said I could see that working though if it's if it's in place. Just it's got to be a big ass one of them, you know, because yeah. the one I saw it looked just like a like a little metal detector. How much are these things? But every precaution that we could take, have them go on the way in and on the way out. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea because on the way out, everyone is. I like it. I actually, or like if you're switching out, have a guy or have the, one of those on the sidelines, and then if you're going in or out for a play, probably do that. That's a great idea. And let's be real. These guys sweat and pee on themselves all the time in football games. That, yeah. It's just true. They really do do that. They stick towels down in their pants and they just go. So you're, you're wet anyway. I'd rather be wet with disinfectant than the We need the one other for stuff. here. I sweat and pee during the show on myself. You listen to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. SPN 97.5. I assumed you knew. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 30 minutes left in the show. One max bomb to drop. Yes, it's coming. Just not right now. So you got to put up with us for a little bit longer. Not too much. Before you get to enjoy the rest of your Sunday, hopefully you have the barbecue pit going. Hopefully you have some drinks getting mixed. Hopefully you have us in your plans for the next 30 minutes because we are going to repay you with a winner. But for now, we're going to repay you with this because... Uh, we're not celebrities. We're just local guys on the radio, but we might know a few celebrities. I got a, I got a good story before we even get into that. Um, did you know Mike Tyson had a, a brother? No. 
No. Well, me neither. And last time we were in Vegas, I, I don't even know if I should be telling this story, but oh well. We're, we're all family here. Well, we're in Vegas, and it's, it's you know, I'm out there with Book and, uh, Booker and Brad. We're at the bar at the MGM. Some guy walks in. He had he, he he's got some real loud clothes clothes on though, like red shirt and his glasses. He had some big old glasses, but they were red as well. Like he was real loud. But then a lot of people were gathering around him, and I kept looking and I'm saying, "Where do I know that guy from? That face?" Well, eventually he makes his way to Booker, and then he's like, "Hey, what's going on? I'm Jimmy Tyson, Mike Tyson's brother. I didn't even know he had one." So. Eventually, he just ends up talking to us and whatnot, and he he's like, hey, let me get your number, Book. Uh, Mike is going to be here. To, this was on Friday night. The fight was Saturday. He's like, Mike's going to be doing an autograph session here in the casino. He, you should go by and see him. So Book kind of gives me the look like, mm, like I don't. So I jump in real quick. I, I'm part security. I'm part assistant out there. I have to act like a bunch of dumb, you know stuff that I'm not. So I jump in. I'm like, hey, I'm a uh, personal assistant. Let me give you my number, blah, blah, blah. So I get it. So the next day, my phone rings. You know, I forgot all about it. I said, you know, I got, he might have not even been Tyson's brother. He looked like him. Well, my phone rings, and it, and it said Jimmy. And I was like, oh. So I call, or I answer it, and, and it's him. He's like, hey, we're down here right now at the sports memorabilia thing. I just talked to Mike. He says he, he ain't seen Book. You know, Mike, Mike Tyson's a big wrestling guy. He said, man, he hasn't seen Book since, I don't know when. He, he mentioned the day, and he was like, he said, get down here. He wants to, he wants to talk to him. So I call, man, I, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to meet Mike Tyson. So I called Book, and Book's like, yeah, let's meet at the lobby. Let's go, man. That Just rolling with Book in Vegas is a – you have to go through entourage. It's like what you see on TV. Like, you can't get from point A to point B without 100, 150 – I mean, at least. I'm talking about we're eating, and people are jumping over, like, things to take selfies with. So we get there, man, and it was cool, though. We uh, we, we, we walk in, and they have a line. I mean, it's a hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, man. I don't even know – how they fit these people there we get there and and they walk us through the back to this one room and my heart's pounding because i'm like man i'm about to meet mike tyson and then boom they open the door there he was real soft-spoken though man and uh i was like i let brad ask first because I, I knew brad was gonna pull out his camera i was like man i'm not gonna ask him first i don't want him to be you know i've seen those videos of how he, how he is and i'm like yeah, i'm not gonna you don't want that moment from the hangover where you get popped exactly so i, so I said man i gotta play this carefully so i let brad slide in and brad just kind of so i kind of come up and just give him the nod like and he looks at me like yeah i know you want a picture so i get the picture though we leave though and and then uh, you know I shake Jimmy's hand and you know we give him that man I appreciate it like when you say this loosely you don't always think that someone's gonna hit you back and we say hey anything you ever need you know you know, you hit us up man appreciate it like three days later my phone rings and it's Jimmy Tyson saying can we repay him in money <laughs> like hey bro need a little bit of money on this and I'm thinking what like what kind of what kind of what kind of scam was this? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're hitting up a producer for money? Now, <laughs> now you think of that's why probably you never really heard of Jimmy Tyson. Yeah. You know what I mean? You heard of Mike. If, if they were real tight, then, you know, Jimmy's been doing this for a long time. You know, Jimmy. And it apparently worked or he wouldn't be doing it. No. He, I mean, it's <laughs> right? Mike Tyson. How yeah. many people? He felt like, hey, I just put y'all. But then we're like, hey, we're rolling with Booker, though. Like, we ain't one of these normal dudes that they're just like, he he asked for Booker, you know. So it's like, either way it goes. I'm not, uh, I don't even know why I brought that up because now I'm a little excited. I got another, I guess, celebrity that we can call. And I wanted to call it on air right now with y'all. Somebody that you all know, a number that is historic here in Houston history. We're going to call right now. Go ahead and call that number, 281. It's 330-8004. Go ahead and hit that number. 
Hey, what up, what up, man? It's your boy, Mike Jones. Oh, I said Mike Jones, Money Tournament. And I appreciate all y'all across the world calling me on my 281-330-8004. You know what I'm saying? Got the number back, and we're back in action. You see me? You can text me. You can hit me up, DM me, anything, man. Hit the boy up, man. And make sure y'all check out 281-330-8004.com, baby. Well, I saw Mike Jones trending and I said, let me go ahead and click this. I don't know why I do it to myself. And the number that was historic and popular here, somewhere over, they said, I think, what was it, 30,000 calls he would get in a day to that number? Um, He gave it out in a rap song. Well, that number had been dead for years. And all of a sudden, the man got it back. You can call. That uh, That was his voicemail. So if you want to go ahead and hit Mike Jones up, you you very well can. <laughs> He's going to be in for a rude awakening. The the world's changed a lot. Nobody cares. I, yeah, nobody cares. And people might just be sending you Richard Pick texts just to mess with you. I didn't you know think I mean? about that. <laughs> like, you know, seriously. Like, they may not be calling. They might just be sending you images you really don't want on your phone. I'm going to send them a picture of my Astros cutout that, there you go. that they didn't make the cut, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, just, I, look, you catch on... He he made a dot com after it. The, the three three uh, three three zero zero. I mean that he's trying to make himself, I guess, relevant again. Once you fall off the face of the earth, as he did, he lost a bunch of weight. I remember I saw him, and man, he had lost like. I mean, it was I don't know how many pounds, but he looked like a different man. Still like a ninja turtle though. There's never never been a man that looked more like a ninja turtle, Donatello to be exact. Um, then Mike Jones, but he's back. Uh, he made it onto the money line on a, on a no sports Sunday, but here we are and go ahead, hit the number up. Yeah, go for it. I had to, to pull up Wikipedia. I wasn't familiar with Mike Jones, so you're not missing out. I'm not missing out on much. <laughs> you're not missing out anything. <laughs> no, nah, man, that that's hilarious. Look, it's, it's 2020, right? It's all about rebranding and, and doing it over again. So, yeah, I pulled up his Wikipedia page just to have a little background on him. He's about our age, Jerry. So uh, maybe he's going to have that career resurgence. Why not? It says uh, Nextel, Sprint, whatever. They took it away from him in 2008. And I guess he he just got it back, what, yesterday or two days ago or whatever it is. And he gets close to 25,000 calls a day and a text message almost every minute. That would be unbearable. I mean, you couldn't even use your phone. How does he have that many fans still is my question. Yeah. Like, uh, I, uh, there's no way. I mean, I don't think he answers any of them. I think really it's just a like a marketing tool. Exactly, to get you to that website. He's not yeah. dumb. He says, man, I can get some kind of traffic, all this. It, 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 it makes sense what We're he's We're talking doing, about him. But he's, yeah. he thinks he's a lot more important than he, what he really – well, he's 25,000 calls important, I guess, and maybe he is important right now. Houston, what's wrong with us if we're calling Mike Jones after all these years? And is Nextel still around, or they just got bought out straight up by Sprint, right? Or how did that work? Uh, yeah, they're just getting bought, like, straight up bought out by Sprint, yeah. I might as well bring back Primeco. Do you remember Primeco? <laughs> that, the old wood grain phone? That was one of my first uh, cell phones, the, the wood grain phone. And then I, then I went to the uh, Nokia uh, Snake. Oh, I remember the Nokia. I was a big fan of the flip phone. That, that when that happened and they made flip phones, that was like a big deal. Real big. You would make sure it flipped. You remember it would click like when you flipped it. It would. Click. You'd make sure everyone can hear it when you click. You do like the extra. Like if you like when the girl swings her hair back, you do it with your with your phone. Just click. Hello. And then whenever they added the Sprint 
uh, caller ID to the outside. You remember that? Then you would make sure that you would click and then look like, who is this? That's oh. a game changer. You never answer your phone if you don't recognize the number yeah. anymore. Oh, it's John. It's cool. Caller ID. And then you would hit. Unfortunately, I had the uh, the, the waste uh, clip right there. So <laughs> everybody, everybody see. did. Dude, uh, speaking of telemarketers and not answering, I got a call. It literally said telemarketer from Austin, Texas. And I'm like, all right. So I don't answer it. And it, I put it to voicemail. It leaves a voicemail. It's an automated message. And it's like, hey, this is Lisa with the Republican National Party. Yeah. Uh, we just want to know if we can count on your vote. And it's like, hell no. Like, I'm, if there's one thing worse than like somebody trying to sell you something over the on the phone, it's politicians trying to get your vote. Like that makes me like I'm I'm not going to vote Republican anyway, but maybe on certain issues. But it there's no way that that is going to sway my vote to your party. Dude, it's funny you brought that up right here. I got one. Text message. Hi, Joshua. I'm Wendy with Beto's new group, Powered by People. As a Texas voter, who will you be supporting for president? Send me text messages. Joda, or, or she must know Joda or whatever that hit my phone up. Because Joda hit my phone up with that same thing from Beto. This is this is getting bad. You know what I mean? This is I, I, I don't like it. And I'm getting, I'm getting the emails, though, as well. Dude, <laughs> Does that actually work? I mean, I guess that's why they do it. Maybe some people are Maybe lonely. Like old people. Yeah, but... they're lonely. They don't have anybody to talk to. Well, they're getting smart now. You know, sometimes you have those numbers that, like, uh, if it's from the phone company that you're with, your provider, just like customer service on your phone. Well, I've, I'm getting ones that say account services. So I, I answered it this week, and I'm like, hello? And then they didn't say anything about I thought it was a company. So I'm thinking, no, I paid the bill. And they're like, uh, what's the last four of your social? Mm. So 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 then they said it though they were like they knew it they were like is it eight zero zero four I was like yeah that's me they're like all right well we show here that you uh you went to a hospital it was a hospital bill from way back I'm thinking I said what what number was that and they were like no that you said that was you I said no who was that I said nothing what 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 bye 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 you're listening to Moneyline ESPN ninety seven five. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Love it, man. 25 items on my dress up, dress up. I got stuck at payday. We got 25 items on the dress up, yes, sir. Got stuck at payday. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, the last segment. So I'm going to go ahead and pepper you with some money. The Max Bomb, Italy, Roma, Inter Milan. And it's going to go like this. There's going to be goals, and there's going to be goals from both sides. So depending on what you have, you can play the over three. You can play both teams to score and over. Play that however you want. You can play a little bit on the money line or on the first half over because I think the goals start early. But make sure that you get in on the over three, both teams to score and over. This game has four or five goals written all over it from both sides. I think that you're going to see that. You'll see it early. Go ahead and smash that. Like I said, call the book up and tell them to have your money ready and you want it in nickels. 
Nice. And uh, how long until that one gets going? At one forty-five uh, Central Standard Time. There you have I, it. I'm sorry, 2.45. 2.45. So they, they got plenty of time to get on there, get on my bookie, get that in there. And, hey, man, we're glad to have my bookie back. And, dude, I think we're going to have football. We're, we're going to have fantasy football. We're, we're going to be giving out some bets. And if you're new to the show, that's kind of how the show started was, you know, we would lead up to kickoff every Sunday, 10 to noon. We'll help you set your fantasy lineup, let you know who's active, who's out, you know, tell you the bets that we like for the week. And we're getting – we're getting close so that the show is going to be starting to go that way. And Jerry and I talk about it all the time. Two hours is almost not enough. You know, we have to just be straight sports and get to all the picks and all the plays, you know, because it's kickoff at noon. All those games start. So actually, I'm excited, man. That's my favorite time of year is, you know, just getting on here, giving all our fantasy plays, getting our DraftKings lineup set. We do a lot of daily fantasy football. We'll give you some good tips on that. So it's right around the corner, man. It's you know, We're halfway through July. We have time to mess around right now that there's no sports. Uh, we don't have any time for funnies, anything during football. We literally run out of time. When we're, when we're getting out right at 11.55, we're still giving out picks. That's how we end our shows every single Sunday during football season. Make sure to check us out because that's what we do. We try to get you on the right fantasy side. Speaking of fantasy, we got to get our leagues going then. Yes. Because we're about, what, we look at it, the 19th, we usually start drafting towards the end of August, right? That first week of September, the, the holiday weekend. That's when you really just draw the line. And before then, if you waited till then, it's late. You're drafting that Wednesday before the Thursday game. But we're going to have them probably in, the, in somewhere in mid-August. We'll probably uh, do something, I guess, Zoom-wise to try to get like a, a live feel that we can all see each other and draft rather than just going onto a lobby and drafting that way. We'll try to do something funny, though. So, uh, And we've I, done a couple remotely. We just can't really probably do that right now. We did one at uh, St. Arnold's, and we did one at, at Twin Peaks last year with a bunch of listeners. And we had a, a bunch of drinks. Man, Jerry was buying everybody shots. We had a good time. <laughs> and it just brought that taste in my mouth again, a fireball. Either way, it goes. If we could do it again, we would. I guess it's a buy your own bottle this time from home, and we'll uh, we'll drink that way. But yeah, if you're interested, go ahead and hit us up at Moneyline975 on Twitter and let us know that you're interested in playing. We'll go ahead and reserve your spot. Last year we had three leagues, yeah. three, and these are leagues from all over, man. Because we have uh, we have listeners from everywhere, not just from Houston. We have guys from uh, Iowa. Our guy Ricky, ex champion. We have guys that from, from California. So if you want to go ahead and play with people outside of Houston, it's pretty fun. It's the same group of people. We had a girls league. I mean, we have a women's league as well. That's how many uh, people that we have that play fantasy football. Go ahead and reach out to us. Yeah, we gave away a championship ring one year, didn't we? Yeah, from Kleins. Actually, yeah, two rings. Uh, Ricky's one of them that's got it. Yeah, we gave out rings one year. Um, this year, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll have something as well. Again, make sure that you hit us up to join that. Now, I talked about South America sometimes. I'm, you know, I'm Colombian. Soccer gets played out there, so I'm betting out there. But the Colombian cartels are killing people that break their, lock, uh, their COVID-19 lockdowns. Ooh. So, again... They get me. I'm I'm bad with clickbait. Like you tell me something like that, you tell me anything. Ron Jeremy's going to jail. I'm clicking it. You know what I mean? I want to know. Well, then I said, what happened here? What's going on? Because I know that Colombia is bad for just. I guess let's call it uh, crimes, murdering, especially. They're one of the highest murder rates in the world. So. If you look at highest corona rates, coronavirus, 173,200 cases and rising. 
So the drug cartels and rebel groups are imposing their own bloody coronavirus lockdowns across Colombia. They're killing those who do not obey. And this, at least eight people have been killed. So the own cartels and the gangs are taking this into their own hands saying, you know what? We got to get to a stop. Now imagine if that happened here in Houston. You know, you just have just <laughs> gangs out there saying, all right, you want some smoke? You go outside, you're going to get blasted. I don't think we'd have nearly as many Karens running around freaking out about having to wear masks and throwing stuff all over the place in Walmart. I don't think Karens going postal with the, <laughs> with, the, with the drug lords coming around. Now they're using WhatsApp chats and pamphlets to warn citizens of the lockdowns of the rural areas and where they operate. So in certain areas, they said no more here, especially in Tumaco, an impoverished and violent port city right on the Pacific coast fishermen that are used to being able to fish at certain times they're making them go inside at five o'clock p.m no more no one's out on the streets if you you're out there like man i gotta make a living like i'm a fisherman you're about to be a dead fisherman yeah. if you don't get your ass inside that's what's going on in Colombia right now they've shut down between uh or they, they they transport and shut down between villages they say hey this is going to keep going on until there's a stopping point so what happens if you get sick that doesn't work either. They say you're not allowed to leave your house if you're sick. Well, I mean, look, I guess you'd want to go to the hospital if you're super sick, but it's not like there's a lot of great treatment for this stuff anyway. But I guess you roll the dice. If you're going to die, you try and get to a hospital because you're going to die if you don't get to that hospital. But, man, they're not messing around. You don't want to go to a hospital in Colombia, though, now yeah, that I right? think of it. And I, I love you, Colombia. I love you to death. But there's a lot of things you don't want to do in, in Colombia. You know, and go to jail or go to the hospital is not any of them. It's and, not on the list. Or go outside with COVID. That's uh, that's not on the agenda, though. But um, go ahead, hit that. We got a lot of people asking me on Twitter right now, what's that play? It's Ace, It's uh, Inter Milan. It's in Italy. It's at 2.45 Central Standard Time. I got one guy asking me, what's both teams to score? It's a combined bet. I don't want to back people up. It's, so just if you don't have that over three, just there's going to be goals in that game. I don't want to get uh, too backed up into the uh, basics of betting soccer because we can go forever on that. Yeah, Jerry's an expert when it comes to this stuff. So even if you don't really watch soccer, it's still fun to place your bets with Jerry and you just check your account and, oh, hey, sweet, I made 50 bucks. You know, I don't even know who these guys <laughs> yeah, are. Who these like, guys what are. country is this? Is this televised? Now, something that... Is hidden close to my heart or to my stomach, let's say. This coronavirus has hit Taco Bell. Oh, man. And they've come out and said, you need to say your goodbyes to the seven-layer burrito, to the El Nacho Supremo. Say goodbye because they, too, have felt the impact of the COVID-19. What? Yep. We're clearing space on our menu to create more efficient Taco Bell experience. The only efficient Taco Bell experience I have is in Vegas when you can drink there. You know, when you walk in, they got the, the frozen drinks everywhere. Bro, the first that the that's like Mecca, the Baja Blast with the I think you get tequila in it. What? It's I a never frozen had that Baja one. Blast with uh, either tequila or you can get vodka in it. But I remember the first time I walked into legit. one of those. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm thinking, what is this? Like, is this really Taco Bell? And they, they got like club music going on. Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> it's like right it. on the backside of uh, Planet Hollywood. Yeah, 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 that one. That, that one. That one's like their. That's like their. I guess their beta testing store or whatever, and that's where they they started doing all the drinks. 
that sounds pretty good. When we were in high school, we'd go through Sonic and get like the cherry limeades and and pour vodka in them, and then like you know nobody could tell that you were drinking because you were just drinking out of a Sonic cup. But that was the go-to was just cherry limeade and vodka. Oh, I saw man every, t- every time I hear cherry limeade, I guess we'll get out of here on this one. I saw someone use cherry limeade as bong water one time Ooh. and then drink it. <laughs> No, and then drink it. What a harsh way to end uh, such a, a lovely show, fantastic show. But yeah, I don't even think that guy's alive no more. I bet not. I saw somebody do it with like Code Red Mountain Dew one time. And drink it? They didn't drink it. No, <laughs> and drinking then, it is next. And then level. they give you the look. They're like, it tastes like it tastes like cherries. Check it out, right? And I've then, done Gatorade before, like red fruit punch Gatorade. Harshest, harshest. You know what on your on your on your throat? You're like, man, it does not taste like cherries. Anything. I hope this show tasted like winners, though, because we got to get out of here. We got to let you enjoy that barbecue. Go ahead, pour up those drinks. Get ready, because you're gonna make make money bank at two forty five. Play the over. Signing off for the squad: Josh Jordan, Tyler Scott, Jerry Bonos. Peace. Trophy winner and college football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.